Thanks very much, Brian, um, and welcome to everyone. Welcome to Scotland and welcome to the Scottish Parliament. Those of you who walked down the Royal Mile to get here might have seen that the, the wall of the Parliament when it was built in, in 2004 is lined with quotes from Scottish literature and Scottish history. One of those quotes is from a, a parliamentarian of the Old Scots Parliament in the early 1700s. It says that if a person can make all the ballads or songs of a nation, they need not care who makes the laws. More than 250 years later, Ted Sorensen, President Kennedy's speechwriter, adapted that quote. He said that if a person can make all the speeches, it does not matter who makes the laws. He meant the remark semi-humorously, but there was a point to it. Speeches play a part in determining the culture and environment people live in. They have power. 2016, however, has maybe sometimes seemed to challenge that view slightly. Here in the UK, it's seen a referendum campaign on leaving the EU, where lots of speeches were given, but arguably none really cut through, none really had a major impact on the debate. In the United States, in an utterly extraordinary presidential campaign, the Vital Speeches of the Day website has openly deliberated at times over whether one of the two main candidates even has a speechwriter. I'll let you guess which of the two candidates that is. Um, it sometimes seemed as though speeches actually are pretty powerless, as though they don't have a major part in modern debate or modern discourse. But we also know that rhetoric clearly does matter. The language that business and political leaders use, how they explain or don't explain issues, how they describe individuals or parts of society, all of that very clearly has had consequences this year and will continue to have consequences in the future. And some speeches also do still make a difference. Michelle Obama's speech in New Hampshire last week, for example, was widely praised right around the world. And all of us will have seen in our own jobs, on good days at least, the way in which different rooms of people leave a bit more informed, entertained or uplifted as a result of speeches that we've been part of. So speeches can matter, but we would like them, maybe in this year more than any other year, to matter just a little bit more. And we also want them to leave people informed rather than confused. We want them to improve public discourse rather than to hinder it. Now, those are some of the big issues that speechwriters maybe think about from time to time this year and indeed in other years. But we also, also have to grapple with much more mundane issues. How you make the 10 different points your colleagues want to talk about fit into one structured speech. How you make a complex issue at all simple. How on earth you find a joke for any occasion ever. <laughs> All of those sorts of things are things that we agonise over. Normally, we agonise over them completely or on our own. Or in my case, not on my own as such, but in a room filled with people who don't really have a clue what I actually do all day. <laughs> but just twice a year, we get the opportunity to agonise over them together, to share our own experience, our agonies, our, you know, occasionally our wisdom, and think about issues as a collective of speechwriters. The fact we have that opportunity is entirely due to Brian's hard work, his effort, his endless persistence, and his organizational skill. So let's start by thanking him for bringing us all together this, this morning.